0: Good day. this is Sabrina Marie, host of the Building Abundance Success Series, our primetime mastermind that promotes empowered, focused, decisive action, and inspired outcome. Our spotlight is on passion and living a passionate life. My guest is Janet Atwood, who, along with Chris Atwood, are authors of the New York Times bestseller, The Passion Test, The Effortless Path to Discovering Your Life Purpose. Janet is a celebrated transformational leader, and she shared the stage with people like uh, His Holiness the Dalai Lama, Sir Richard Branson, Nobel Peace Prize winner, F.W. Klerk, Stephen Covey, Jack Canfield, and many others, and she is a awesome connector of people no matter what their status and position. From powerful people, rich and famous, to lepers, AIDS patients, to saints in Nepal, India, Philippines, and elsewhere, and to anyone who is seeking to live their life destiny. You can reach Janet at janetatwood.com and thepassiontest.com. Awesome interview. You'll enjoy. We're here to talk about your passion test and passion, and since uh, you have the uh, New York Times bestselling book, I wanted you to tell a little bit about yourself to our audience who may not be familiar with the book and your work. What is the
1: passion test? The passion test is um, the number one tool being used all over the world to help people get clear on the things that matter most to them, in other words, their passions, and in the passion test, what, what it is is one exercise after another, after another, after another, that helps people get crystal clear on what they choose to have show up in their life, and you may be familiar um, with um, Jack Canfield, who is one of the uh, phenomenally successful co-authors of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. And uh-huh. after taking Jack through the passion test, he went up on Amazon when our book came out and, and basically said that after taking the passion test, it actually changed the way he lived his life. And I think that's such an incredible... Um, you know, it says so much. It's so incredible about the passion test because, you know, here is a man that has known success. He's in the Guinness Book of World Records. Um, there's, you know, I've been to his home. It's incredible in in Santa Barbara and just in, in a beautiful, beautiful home. Great wife, great family, huge career, and. Still found that after taking the passion test there were things that showed up for him that he hadn't yet gotten clear on mm-hmm. to help him how? get more clear
0: Wow that's amazing That's amazing how did you find your passion what background are you from and how did you find your passion in all this
1: well if that's I love that question I wasn't always living a passionate life as um, many people um, aren't right now, and I was actually in a job that I couldn't stand. I was recruiting disk drive engineers at the time in Silicon Valley. And I was failing miserably. It was just really a a real sad time for me. I took this job because the people that hired me said were friends of mine, and they said I would make millions of dollars. They said other things, but the only thing I heard was I would make millions of dollars. You know, I never thought, would I be good at this? Do I love it? Do I have talent for it? Um, You know, is it something that... If I didn't get paid for, would I still be doing it? All the things that we tell people to ask um, when they're taking the passion test. And, you know, so I'm in this 13-person uh, office and every day they have this bell that they ring whenever someone got a job for an engineer. And this bell was ringing all day long for a month for everyone but me. And I was mortified because I'd always been so good at everything I'd ever done. I just had a luck at, you know, most everything. But I always was... I always chose things that I somewhat liked. This job was way different. It was all a money-based decision when I went for it. And um, after about a month, I was like, you know, thinking, God, uh, this is great for losing the ego, but terrible for, you know, filling the pocketbook and making my heart sing. And mm-hmm. I, I kept thinking, I know I'm here for some greatness. My mom had always said that, Janie, you're here for some greatness. And I was like, what is my greatness? What is my greatness? And every night I would go and meditate at the local meditation center. And one night during this month, I went there and I'm sitting down meditating. I come out of meditation and I see this sign on the wall that says, Yes to Success Seminar, Success Seminar in San Francisco. And I'm looking at this poster, and I think that's the sign. I have to go do this. I know I I have to go do this. So I did what most people listening would never do. I called in sick to work, and uh, I was like, I can't come in to
0: work, you know. And then I,
1: <laughs> after after they bought it, you know, I got in my car and I happily drove to San Francisco, walked into the seminar, sat down in the front row. This woman comes on. She is incredible, who is teaching this seminar. And she was just totally on fire. And I'm like, oh, my God. You know, after listening to her for about seven minutes talk about living your integrity and doing the things you love and care about, I am about seven feet off the floor just going, yes, yes, yes. And I have this huge aha. And the yujaha aha is, I'm supposed to be doing what she's doing. This is what I have a passion for doing. <laughs> That was the first one. And then the second thing that happened was a little bit later in the seminar, she's talking about um, the survey that had been given to the 100 most successful people in the United States. And what the survey found is that all of these 100 most successful people were all doing something that had a heart meaning to them. In other words, they were all living, she said, what, what they considered to be their top five passions. And when she said that, my world stopped. And I started thinking, okay, that's it. All right, that's it. If I could figure out what my top five passions are, I'd be just like those other 100 most successful people in the United States. And it was in that moment that was the birth of the passion test. Hmm. And that is how it all began.
0: (laughs) Wow. Well, that's awesome because, see, Many people think that the uh, Janet Edwards always knew that they just, uh, you know, always knew what they wanted to do. So it was an evolution for you. What have you learned well, you in know, this process?
1: Yeah, you know, I always had the enthusiasm gene in school. They always said very enthusiastic, got a high marks mm-hmm. for enthusiasm. But you know, one can be very enthusiastic at first for anything, and then mm-hmm. without thinking. And then you all of a sudden go, God, I was enthusiastic about about something I knew nothing about nor cared about, and then the enthusiasm is no longer there, right?
0: Right. Yes. Yeah, so. well, well, if this was an evolution, and in finding your passion, and I know passions can change at different points in time in life, uh, how did you come to... You know, this passion at, at that particular time, I know it's probably changed now, but what was that passion? What were your passions at that time? You wanted to be a teacher and a speaker and a transformational yes. leader as I understand it, but how did that all uh, come that would, about?
1: So there I am sitting in this seminar. This woman, uh, is, you know, talking. She's amazing. And I, and then I think, okay, I need a mentor because I don't know anything about this field. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm supposed to be doing what she's doing, but I don't know how to do what she's doing. So she needs to be my mentor. And I got stuck on that. I mean, I just went, that's it. She has to be my mentor. And so... During the seminar, I kept waiting for a special moment to come where I could say, "Excuse me, but I'll work for you. I'll be your slave. I'll, you know, I'll do whatever I can. Um, will you mentor me?" And that moment was not coming, and I was mm-hmm. actually getting real nervous. And finally, at the end of the seminar, she turns to everyone, and her name is Deborah Poneman, and she turns to everyone and she says, "Is there anyone who could give me a ride to the airport after the seminar is over?" and I thought my arm was going to fly out of the socket. I couldn't raise in it fast enough. You know, and I said, I'll take you, I'll take you. And so she looked at me like, oh my god, you know, because I was like so overly enthusiastic, right? This n- neurotic woman sitting in the front row waving her arm frantically. And she was so gracious, she said, great, um, fine, you know, let's go after the seminar, you can take me. So as we're driving to the airport, I'm like getting even more crazy because that moment you know I wanted it to be a perfect moment and that moment still wasn't coming when I could ask her you know can I work for you can you know will you be my mentor can something happen so I can learn what I need to learn and we get to the airport and we're standing and finally the moment came she turned to me and she said so what is it that you would love to do in your life and I looked at her and I and I was So it was like, yay. And I said, I am so happy that you asked me because if you don't hire me, you better move over because I'm going to be your next competition. (laughs) And right, I know, I couldn't believe I said that. I couldn't believe it. It was like, oh, I didn't say that, did I? You know, And but I didn't say those words out loud. I was just, I I went in a major shock. Right when that happened, right when I finished, they called her flight. She looks at me, she gives me this really sweet hug, and turns around and walks away mm-hmm. and I am standing there with my biggest foot in my mouth, right just just wow. just like, oh my god i that was that that was an interesting moment, But you know what was really interesting was I was so crystal clear that I was supposed to be doing what she was doing that it didn't deter me a bit. Honestly, I got in my car and I and I'm as I'm driving back and it was in the evening to the meditation center day at my evening meditation. I come up with a plan and the plan was she is going on her national tour. She's going to places like uh, where was she going to Washington D.C. and she was going to go to Boston and she was going to Iowa and she was eventually going to go to L.A. and I thought, all right, that's it. I don't know how, but somehow I'm going to get the money. I'm going to buy plane tickets. I'm not going to tell her. I'm going to walk into her seminar. I'm going to sit down in the front row. And after each seminar is over, I'm going to show up at the next one. And eventually, she is going to have to hire me. (laughs) Good plan, wouldn't you think? (laughs) Anyway, I, I, I um, I get to the meditation center, having my plan concrete in my awareness and after I come out of meditation there's a friend of mine who's also there meditating and she looks at me and we start talking and she says so what's new and I said what's new I said oh my god and then I told her my whole plan and I said the only problem is I'm minus money because I've been just failing so bad at my job but you know what I know everything's going to be okay and then we said goodbye well Deborah Poneman, the um, seminar leader, had said, you know, that if you really want something bad enough, you should burn all your bridges. So as I'm driving to work the next morning, I'm thinking, okay, I need to burn the bridge to this creepy job that I'm in that I'm failing at miserably. So I walk into work having the thought, well, if I give my two weeks notice now, I'll have enough money to see me through and figure out how I'm going to follow her all over the U.S. And I walk in and I say to my boss, Ted, I said, Ted, you know, I'm not doing this. I know I'm not doing this. So I'm giving my two-week notice today. And then Ted turns to me and he says, well, Janet, you know, we've found that those two weeks when people give their two-week notice is is not really worthwhile. They're just not really present while they're here. So we're going to give your going-away cake today. And in that moment, my bridges were successfully burned. No job, wow. and I'm driving. To, yeah, it was really a wow because no job, no money. And I am. I remember that drive back to the meditation center after work that day. My knee was on the gas pedal, and it was shaking because I am so freaked about how am I going to pay my rent? What am I going to do? You know, all those thoughts that come up. And I go in, to the meditation center. I'm sitting there meditating. And all of a sudden, I feel paper falling all over my head. And I open my eyes, and there is a the woman, my friend, that I had told my dream to the night before when we were meditating. And she looks at me, and she says, Merry Christmas, Janet. Go live your dream. And she is dropping lots of $100 bills all over my head. Wow. And so what do you think I did with that money? Do you think I took it from her? What do you think? I would have. <laughs> well, I I did. I took all the money, ran, and I ran to that you know to the ticket booth to, to get my plane fares. And I booked uh, you know a ticket to Boston, a ticket to Washington, a ticket to Iowa, all different um, places that Deborah was going. And got on that plane and walked into her first seminar. And I remember when she walked in the first one, she she's looking around, and then she sees me and she goes. Don't I, didn't I meet you in in uh, San Francisco? And I went, yep. And then I didn't say anything more. She leaves, I leave, she goes to Boston, I go to Boston, same thing. I walk in, I sit down in the front row, she walks in, this time she sees me, and it's like, like what the, you know? <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> and these, this goes on and on, same thing happens in Iowa. She walks in, I walk in. This time she's looking for me. like Stalker! <laughs> Finally, last the last seminar that she's um, that she's giving, you know, I'm sitting there, you know, just beaming in the front row, and she walks in. And that was Los Angeles. She just immediately her her arms fly up in the air, and she goes, "All right, already, you're hired," and that was how it all seriously began in terms of you know how I became a transformational leader. That was the that was a big moment. And I became, you know, I started working for her, and um, that's what got me really connected to the, the transformational world, and went on to um, actually go through a lot of things. You know, it wasn't like a straight path. Uh, there were a lot of detours, but, you know, here's the thing. Once you know what your passions are, your passions are like breadcrumbs that lead you onto the path of your destiny, and as one door opens another door will close and another door will close and then, you know and you just keep walking through those doors and i just kept you know i just kept it up and walking through the doors you know whenever i could and, you know, what I found is that we now have, um, the Passion Test Program has over 750 certified facilitators of our program, people who go, I've spoken on stages with the Dalai Lama this last year and, and Sir Richard Branson and other top transformational leaders, and I teach people how to give the same uh, workshop that I give uh, in mine. And mm-hmm. so my trainers do exactly what I do all over the world and it's so wonderful because you know consider what what would the world be like if everyone was waking up every morning excited and happy and just turned on and couldn't wait to share what what they were doing in their life. what would our world be like you know we we do all these things that are that are minus happiness or or, or anti happiness you know, thinking that that will lead us to happiness, right? Things like drugs or alcohol or
0: mm-hmm. or
1: terrorism, you know, whatever. Because we aren't living our dream. We're not um, fulfilled, fulfilled, full, full of our purpose and filled. And when we're fulfilled, the, the natural result of that fulfillment is to overflow and give. And and here you are, you know, you're all about the heart, which I so love. Because what our Passion Test program stands for is inspiring transformation through love. Because that's what one does when they align with their passions. What are your passions but those things that have greatest meaning to you? And when you have the courage to say yes to the things that you care most about,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you start living those things every day, then eventually, what happens is you become a, what I call a passionate magnet where the people and the places and the things start to show up automatically and effortlessly and the end result of that is that you have a desire because you 're so full to give, and that giving is is what what truly brings happiness to to anyone it 's in giving it 's not in having and we all we 've all heard that but you know, you, in order to give, you must have in the passion test program is a wonderful process that, that develops within each person their own ability to have that, that sense of self-love. And I say self-love because it takes great self-love to choose in favor of the things that have greatest meaning for you. And the only reason why people don't choose is because they have you know, these limiting beliefs that block them, beliefs like, you know, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not beautiful enough, I'm not rich enough, I'm not educated enough. And those limiting beliefs, you know, what what happens when people have those is then they start choosing for lesser things that that don't bring them fulfillment. And and that creates a deep sense of unhappiness, and that creates a deep sense of you know loss, and and that loss creates a a, you know a path to doing things you know which are not which are not healthy, which are harmful to an individual's consciousness and being, and and physical body, like drugs and alcohol and and you know relationships that fall apart. I mean, it's so it's so major it's so important for each person to really understand that, that 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 voice that is always speaking to you and nagging at you and you all know everyone listening what that voice is it's that it's that voice that that higher sense of, of you that is, that is speaking to you and saying this is the way this is what I love this is what turns me on you know and and not turning up that voice instead trying to push it away, going into denial because of fear, fear of not being good enough, again, those limiting beliefs. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just one of the worst things that any of us can do because it affects every level of our life, every aspect of our life. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So to you, I want to congratulate you because what you're doing is spreading the message of the heart. And when you spread the message of love and heart, then, you know, that leads people to, to be more open and to, to be more open to following their passions and, and to really understand the importance of, you know, of, of how important it is to, to be able to give that to oneself so that, so that you can be an overflowing vessel.
0: Amen. You can find this information on com. Tell us about that website and what people can find there.
1: Okay. It's www.thepassiontest.com. And, and at that website, you can actually take the Passion Test online. That's one link. The other thing that you can do is you can hit on one of the links, and it'll say, find out where you are right now in living your passionate life. And that's actually... A, a wonderful little um survey to take because that'll show you, you know, where where you are right now in your own life and and what you need to do in order to be living your passions full out. And it's really a beautiful happiness meter, I'll tell you. Marcy Scheimoff, who I'm I, I'm sure you're familiar with, the New York Times author of Happy for No Reason, she interviewed um in hundreds of people to find what she considered her happy 100. That's in her book, um, Happy for No Reason. Mm-hmm. And what she found in, in the people that she was interviewing and really going deeply into these interviews of, of people that were truly happy, well, so they had two things in common. One was that all of them were doing some form of meditation. All of them. And I And I see this as so important. I've been uh, doing Transcendental Meditation, TM, uh, since I was 20 years old. And, um, you know, I I don't know how people do without um, some form of meditation in their life because what meditation does is it taps you in. To you, it gets you to stop everything outside and get you to tap in. And you need that ability to go within to be able to access the deepest levels of your heart, to be able to listen and hear the voice that's always speaking to you and, and guiding you. It's a, it's an incredible way to, to just have this um, inner guidance counselor going on at all times. And the other thing that she found that all of these happy, um, wonderful people had in common were that they all were living their passion, each and every one of them. So it's so important for all of us. To be able to get clear on the things that matter most to us, and that's what going to the Passion Test site will do for you. It'll it'll give you all the different ways that you can find out how to be an expert in living a passionate life. It talks about our Passion Test Certification Program, which is a three and a half day intensive where it's so fun. It's the most fun program I've ever been to, and I've been been to a lot of them. And really, I'm a shameless self promoter because. It's not about me. It's about it's about having the support you need in order to say to stay completely hooked in to living your passions full out. And it's a it's a four day, uh three and a half day program. And it's a it's with a year long attached to it. So we have tele seminars the whole year long, all kinds of different programs, so that people can not just come to a three and a half day seminar, but stay connected for a whole year until they're just completely solid as an expert in living a passionate life. And you know this is so necessary. There's this um, what there was this Harris Poll survey that found that. There are only twenty percent of working Americans who woke up every morning happy, fulfilled, and passionate about what they do. That means that eighty percent of working Americans and this is huge wake up every morning not fulfilled, not passionate, not happy about what they do and for us to turn those passion statistics around is really a passion of mine and my my partner chris atwood is who is the co author of the Passion Test because What we've found is that we don't exist in isolation. We're not separate. And no matter how much we're living, our passions pull out. As long as there are other people that are suffering and are not fulfilled and are not able to live their passions, it's a pinch. So it's actually a very selfish desire of ours, you know. I mean, the happier the world is, the happier everyone is because we are one body. And, and, and what, what I realize more and more as I, as I present this program and what my other 750 facilitators realize is that, is that, you know, that Beatles song, I am you and you are me and we are all together. And it is so true and that's why each and every one of us, you know, as we get clear on what we're passionate about and as we allow ourselves to move and and choose in favor of those things that have greatest meaning for us, then our desire naturally, and this is natural, it's not based upon a mood of the mind, naturally we have a desire to reach out and bring everyone along to do and live their, their passion, to, to align with their purpose, because that is when we're gonna all be singing this one incredible song or playing an incredible, you know, Instrument in this orchestra called life, so that we can have an amazing symphony together. Because together, the acronym for team together, everyone achieves miracles. Is how we're going to to be able to really support each other.
0: Mm-hmm. You're right. You're one hundred percent right about that. You know, I um really inspired by this passion test and also this interview this has been wonderful did you want to leave our uh, audience with anything that you're doing now and where we can go and find out about it
1: absolutely um, well my My biggest passion is still the same passion that was always the passion, and that is to, as I just said, to turn those passion statistics upside down. They can find out about how to be an expert and help others live their passionate life by going to www.thepassiontest.com forward slash C-E-R-T, www.thepassiontest.com forward slash C E R T. The other thing that we've got going on is that we're giving, um, we're going to be uh, having an incredible seminar September 23rd to 25th. It's called the Passionate Life Summit, and at this um, life summit, and it's all in person. Um, we're going to. It's a live event plus a webcast. Um, the whole purpose is to teach people how to know and live and move and groove with the secrets to monetizing their passions. Mm -hmm. And, what you know, as we've gone all over the world, and I'll tell you, I didn't even need a house this year because I've been so busy. It's been our best year yet. The number one question that people ask us is, you know, how do I monetize my passions? So what we're going to be having are world-class experts teach people how to monetize their passions to identify, you know, number one by identifying their five most important passions and getting crystal clear on those things. And then, and then the four keys to monetizing their passions and how they can discover their skills and talents in a way that provide massive value to others and how to translate into income uh, for themselves and then how to position the um, one another as a trusted authority in their target market or in their organization and then to confidently learn how to market yourself and your products and services without being salesy so it's a really but it'll be a lot of fun. But it's, it's an event that is very, very practical for individuals to go out there and put to work immediately um, these tools to transform their income and their life. And they'll, they'll also be um, put into mastermind teams to support them after they get home. They'll be able to have a... Um, pro- to create an action plan for turning their passions into a viable business. So, you know, a lot, a lot of wonderful things. And they can find out more about the Passionate Life Summit by um, going to the Passion Test website. And it's on the left-hand side of that Um, website www.thepassiontest.com it's in yellow with um, beautiful pictures it says the secret to monetizing your passions passionate life summit San Diego September 23rd to 25th so there you have it
0: (laughs) awesome well this is great information thank you so much for being a guest with us you're welcome
1: and thank you and have a beautiful day
0: you too